It's May 18th, 2022, and I'm a super driver. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow We're Born, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. I am actually not allowed to pretend it's it's May 18th because we're going to talk about stuff that's I was going to say, are we, are we doing it? Are we no. doing it right here, right now? With <laughs> no, the Attack no, on Titan memes. No. We're, we're, in fact, what we're doing right now is just breaking kayfabe. Okay. So, I mean, we can just plug. I know it's a Patreon thing. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there is another Patreon show besides Battle Crow. Uh, I don't know. We'll try it at the end. I'll think, I'll think about how to say it at the end. Nobody should listen to it is the thing. So maybe that's this show too. Uh, Dota 2 podcast where we don't talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. And I'm Nick. Did I say any of these things before? I was kind of thrown mm-hmm. for a loop. Yeah. Okay. Yep. My my gears were turning. My gears of fate were how's, turning. How's it, how's it going, Nick? I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking... Where were you? Um, I wasn't at my desk for a minute because I was preparing for the episode six. Like the consummate oh. professional I am. That's what I've always said about you. Yeah. Um, what about Nick, you? Do you want to... Well, you know... I don't. I'm something of a... No. Um, <laughs> back myself. I just said you know like that. What am I supposed to you do? You did. Um, it's been a while. I uh, want to talk about Dota a little, actually. Excellent. There's Which been a, a patch, we should say, 7.31D, mm-hmm. right? And I don't care about any of the, the balance stuff. But uh, we'll do our duty and we'll go through every single um, uh, line item. There are I'm, perhaps a hero update for every hero. Can't It's not every hero, but like no, 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 a lot of heroes. Yeah. Added Marcy to captain's mode, though. Yeah, I checked. Sparring. I checked my big four: <laughs> the Crystal big four. Maiden, Enchantress, Marcy, and Wind Ranger. Wind Ranger Wind... got nerfed for some fucking reason. <laughs> like a oh, nerf wait, that really? isn't a big deal, but oh, shard push speed by ten. The shard is ten move speed. It's the just shard like, is worth. It's just an insult. It's not <laughs> it actually. Really some, it's not actually substantial. It's just like ah, fuck you. It's like all right, cool. There's a meme going around. Um, Crystal Maiden at level one is lower HP and armor than a melee creep that is at level three. Sure. Sounds about right. Why not? Um, yeah, the only actual thing that I care about from this update mm-hmm. is Valve doing something that, like, it's not that I never considered it was possible. It's that I never <laughs> considered that, like, Valve would ever... You can assign Immortal Effects as a separate equip now. Yeah, you this don't have a, to wear an immortal. This to isn't have a the Dota Plus spell thing, right? No, okay, it's not. Yeah, it's it opens up a that, whole new world of possibility. Not only that, they even specifically call out that you like any if, if you have like a gem that's like you know you earn like stats and stuff, you will still mm-hmm. earn those even without it equipped if you have the effect equipped. Wow, I haven't uh, gotten Dota installed right now. Mm-hmm. Does this we'll work do for Arcana as well? I don't know. We'll have to test it with your uh, um, Drow Ranger Arcana. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think I would turn off my Drow Ranger well, Arcana? Well, that's the thing. It, it it probably can't work with Arcana, right? Because usually, I know oh, you can equip items on the Arcana. I don't have any idea. Because, like, what does it mean Arc- to equip an Arcana effect? 
Well, because it changes the spell effects, right? Like, so you could equip your normal Lena set, but then equip the effect that makes your dragon slave the fancy oh, I effect. I guess so, and it doesn't change your... I haven't I mean, actually tried this. That's probably the easiest this. one, because that's the Arcana that doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. So um, I haven't tried this. Is it literally spell effects that you can... You can yes. select, like, whether... Is it only spell effects? It's not, like, um, visual particles or anything? So it's just uh, one thing you can... Well, I still on. don't have dota installed okay. so well i don't we'll know i'm just reading their description of later it, so yep but the the, the thing we'll is called on immortal spell effects is what it's called so okay so does this uh but like cool. what is what is mechanically what is a spell effect right are, can are you gonna <laughs> be able to do this and like it'll have i don't know what's a good example like I mean, I guess if it's just Immortals, this isn't a problem, but if it's Arcana, mm-hmm. right, is it like you could have a perfectly normal-looking Juggernaut <laughs> who is using the fucking Juggernaut voice, the, like the fucking, mm-hmm. oh man, Samoa Joe, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of, the wrestler who voiced mm-hmm. the Arcana. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm curious. Six, uh, you, this is a uh, a true hardcore Dota 2 fan or player, if you know this. Did you know that there are hero voice packs in the game? Besides Arcana? Yes. There is a Spectre voice pack. Oh, no, of course. I'm sorry. Yes, there's the, there's the original, there's the uh, Mercurial's, like, yeah. call or something like that that they gave as part of one of the TIs. And then also, um, they sort of did an interesting thing. I guess they did this in reverse, so now it's not as weird. When um, the Rubik one launched, mm-hmm. they added Rubik's old voice as a pack. Really? And then they sort of switched. There was something weird with it where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you have to go out of your way to equip Rubik's old voice. Um, hmm. And now it's just like, oh, he get, he has the special voice, which is, in fact, just him without reverb on him, <laughs> basically. But, um, yeah. Well, that's, Actually, there's a, uh, a lot of more customization. Personalize your hero. It means you can be super ugly while still having your fancy effects. Six. Does this mean you can have gold effects not Nick, wearing gold? Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Go to twitter.com slash bottle crow. That's where I saw it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, bottle crow at bottle crow on Twitter. Uh, 1227 PM, June 9th, 2022. Uh, that doesn't seem accurate. Oh, I guess it is. Special permission. Gold immortals look like trash, and TBH, I think their effects do too. But if you want to immortal effect gold immortals while wearing something else, this is acceptable. Six. Yeah. I had to let the people know. Wow. An endorsement of gold. If you need to have your golden lucky cat for Juggernaut. You do. That's fine. I get yeah. it. That, that's one of the le- that's one of the least objectionable one. That one actually looks kind of okay and makes sense because it's like a fortune cat anyway, and they are very often gold. So, sure, makes sense. This is just another in the trend of six, kind of uh, distancing themselves from the gold. I'm just mellowing out in my old age. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Your your tannins are kind of um, developing. You know, your acid is uh, is lower. The thing is. The people talk about the comparison of like, you know, like a candle that burns twice as bright burns like half as long, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another comparison you can make though, right? Which is like if you have a furnace, right? Sure. And you keep it at max heat, you are just making it as hot as it could get. The inside of the furnace gets damaged and it just can't keep that kind of heat anymore. 
Does it? I just can't hold that heat like I used to. I don't think this furnace analogy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Shut Nick. The fuck- <laughs> it you sounds know, furnaces, good if you don't think about the it. The furnace gets damaged and it can't hold as much. The goal of a furnace is not to hold in heat. Oh, I'm not talking about like a furnace for your house. I'm talking about like a like an old like, like an old fashioned like sm- yes yes like <laughs> the see. inside of the, the like I the see. brick and stuff would get uh-huh. damaged and thus it wouldn't retain heat as well. I, see. I, I guess that's probably true. That is probably true. <laughs> I mean, fire brick is. I don't know the like life cycle of fire brick, but I sure. Yes. <laughs> so you're saying you're like a brick. Mama told me life is like a furnace. Eventually you this can't is, hold as much heat in. This is weak, Nick. This is this is gold not your for best a week. dunk on me. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not even a dunk, it's just uh Dunk Master Darius. Oh, so you, so we're taking it to League of Legumes then? Absolutely we are. Uh, where is L in the alphabet? Uh, it's between M and K. Oh, so there's just not a lot of L's, and so I was kind of losing it. For the record, I do know my L. Legume. Pod. Green bean casserole. Welcome so to what's the latest with League of Legends, Nick. League of Legumes. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know in Dota 2, we now have a battle report, which is some sort of summary of your past uh, maybe month or so of things, I think. Um, oh, I just I just assumed this was a very slight update. I didn't even look at it. I literally just scrolled right past it without <laughs> looking at it because I was like, oh, this is an update to the like mm-hmm. no, nobody reported you good job thing. Like, oh, yeah. no, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. So, like, um, well, next time you load Dota 2, you won't have any, played any games in the analysis period, so you might not. It'll say basically nothing. I've played a few, and it doesn't count turbos is the thing, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, so, it, like, pops up with this thing. I might be monthly or something. with like, a summary of what's been going on. And then it, you see the at the top it says all these roles, right? So, it says, Hero Role General Highlights Analysis Summary. It has a bunch of roles so like the image here on dota um no dot esports.com <laughs> dot esports.com um has picture says your featured role support and then it has these six like achievements or, like badges i'm just gonna go ahead and do nick a favor because everything he's referencing is on the official page is Dota2.com slash battle report. Yes. Okay. I mean, if it, I don't know. I these are just I copy pasted it. images. So yeah, yeah, I figured. Okay. But it has like all these medals, right? And it has like golds and silvers or something, I guess. Um, for each of those things, I guess they're just different. It's like the um, the Dota Plus. No, it's not like the Dota Plus quests. It kind of is, but it's also like the Dota Plus sh- uh, shards or whatever that track. No, whatever the things are, the gems. I don't remember what the fuck they are. That track things on Dota Plus, right? Like you unlock them and they mm-hmm. track certain things. Yep. It's They're gems. It's similar to that, I guess. Um, but you earn I, a lot of Dota Plus shards for all of these. I mean, I think it's specifically just like 
it is, first of all, it's something that they feel Dota lacks, and I don't necessarily disagree, of, like, more positive feedback, right? Where they're like, hey, here are some of the highlights of your, like... But the thing is, they don't, like... <laughs> if that's the point, I think the first page, the role page, does mm-hmm. its job quite well, right? Where it's like, hey, here are all the things that you were exceptional in. You did lots of healing. <laughs> Who cares if it, you won the match? You did lots of healing. It's like it's like Overwatch used to be before they decided that that was bad and they wanted to make everyone feel bad and be publicly guilted by their teammates. Um, <laughs> but then you get onto the highlights page. Mm-hmm. Where the highlights page is just specifically like, wow, in this game, you did, you had 510 GPM. You fucking lost, of course. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did we need that part? <laughs> I, do they do that on Dota buff? I don't remember. Where they have, like, the records. I don't remember. I don't think they do. They they have, yeah, I mean, they don't have it for, like, recent, right? Mm-hmm. But you can go to your all-time records on Dota buff. Yeah, No, I mean, absolutely. like, in the records, do they say if that record is in a loss or a win? I don't think they yes. do. Yes. Oh, they do. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's you know, it's good to know. If you want to be, you know, uh, ignorance is bliss. I suppose you know might, might shatter your dreams, but yeah. Oh, by the way, this is of course Dota Plus exclusive. You oh, get a sure. Makes shit ton of shards for all the. Uh, oh man, I can't. I guess I got to come back to Dota, right? I'm so close to completing. I'm so close. To, you ever played Blackout? uh fucking bingo no it's miserable don't it's where you have to check every box to win it's very tedious what oh i thought it was gonna be a drinking game that's awful no no yeah it just sucks it just takes forever Mm -hmm. but i'm so close to a blackout bingo sheet here if you'll check uh the episode notes check in the episode notes um (laughs) how many so six has posted uh the dota buff one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve out of fifteen matches are lost. Well, sorry, twelve in a row out of fifteen matches are lost. Uh, you know what the funny is? The thing that ruins it is the times I substituted for you <laughs> in the in the captain's mode in tournament. Look, six is like, I hate don't, Wah. and then like that, they can turn it on. I mean, okay, so one of those match. one of those is one of those is an actual win. One of those is we created the lobby and then they, they we had to remake it. And so I got an Wait, but it win. says the duration is fifty two minutes. We've had this conversation on a previous episode. Yes, okay. it just it just, it just acted weird for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you six went and twenty six in this forty three minute game. As an Oracle the position six probably oracle it's been a while since we discussed dota 2 position six let's uh let's talk about positions in dota 2 real quick i think we're done okay, with well, the, uh, the let report, me just right? just f- yeah, sure for for reference okay. um yeah. my stats for that game we did win mm-hmm. um and my gpm well no you know what? let's say xp per minute first 518 nice, reasonable nice. for a support right um total healing 4.4k um, some wards and stuff. Um, my gold per minute was 291. That's some position six right there. For sure. <laughs> On a winning team? That's amazing. <laughs> 44 last hits. Proud of myself. That's the six way. <laughs> um, do you feel comfortable pressing them this on your the keyboard? the only thing I could think of. For my no. items, I have P, N, <laughs> like... minus, 
exclamation point and the dollar symbol. <laughs> it's, it's like a fucking purge. Like, um, do you fuck? feel comfortable last hitting? Are you fucking- no. No. <laughs> no, I don't. For my items, I have Ironwood Branch, Ironwood Branch, Clarity, and Magic the Stick, dollar and the dollar symbol. <laughs> wow, it's been a long time since we used Dota 2 soundboard memes. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I do. Like, when we play in tournament, I am more starving than usual because I'm trying to do, you know, I'm trying to be very generous. And so you do get moments where I get, like, a double kill, like, 30 minutes in. And I'm like, woo, brown boots time. <laughs> and we're like, six. Are you okay over there, man? I'm amazing. Um, yeah. All of our non-Dota listeners are very unhappy right yeah, now. Yeah, that's why Apologies. we're here. The, the overrun. In Dota 2, uh, people give uh, numbers to the different positions you have. So it goes uh, in increasing order uh, in decreasing farm priority, basically. So your position one, they call it, is your hard carry. Like, they are usually your priority. They are the safe lane carry. They get the most support, generally. Position two is mid lane. Three is your off lane. Three and four are your off laners, but three has, like, farm priorities. And, like, you're going to try to give them the gold and, like, help them out the most. And then... Traditionally, position five is the safe lane support for the carry, right? So you have one and five together, the biggest disparity in a 2 1 2 Dota game in terms of laning. There is, there are two other positions that historically we have always recognized at Bottle Crow, right? Mm-hmm. The position six is aptly what six often plays, where you are even poorer than a position five and that you don't care about yourself at all. You are totally selfless. You are like, you know, please use my body as a shield. Please like suck on my blood to restore your mana. You do absolutely everything possible. Almost to a, uh, well, kind of definitely to a degree in which it might hurt your team, but not necessarily. It's more about a mindset, I would say, for position six, right? I think it's I think it can be bad long term, mm-hmm. but it very often gets you short term benefits and sometimes you can leverage those to a win. And it takes a certain kind of player to want to play position six, right? Yeah. It's like you enjoy seeing other people happy or other people big and farmed. Well, and once you get used to it, you also start to really enjoy being like, and I did all that shit with no items. What <laughs> with up? No boots. <laughs> Damn, you couldn't kill an oracle with no boots. It, it is pretty satisfying. I agree. Mm-hmm. But so what there's a natural the second? consequence of position six as a a position and a position that you not necessarily by name, but uh, put yourself in as a hard sacrificial support. Some games, you know, some people you can give and give and give and you give so much, but it's never enough or it doesn't, you know, you uh, something mm. something and gone so far and in the end it doesn't really matter Didn't. and that's when the position six accidentally becomes the position seven that's where you are dirt you are mantle you are so poor so far below the ground just absolute garbage and yet it doesn't do anything for your team <laughs> and yet your carry yeah. is still poor your team yeah. then basically only has four heroes. Well, and that's okay. So 
I, I forgot about the position seven thing because it's been so long since we talked about it. I forgot mm-hmm. we quantified it like that. And it works with a theory that I've come up with since, right? Ooh, okay. A theory of Dota Farm. Nick, you're a scientist. You know that one plus two plus three plus four plus five equals 15. Uh, something like that. It does. Um, so what I realized about the position six is that 15, if you think about it, 15 represents the amount of farm your team can get. The lower the number, the more farm they get, right? Okay. So when you are a position six, when done right, that allows for someone else to go up a number. Okay. It's very hard for the two. The, you have to be going really well for the two to go up. Uh, sure. The one going up isn't really possible. Mm-hmm. But you can have situations where you are sixing so hard that your <laughs> offlaner is a second two or that your other support mm. is a second three. It's like when you get a pawn, you know, across the, the chessboard to the last spot and you can you say, OK, you know, queen me. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to different degrees. Yeah. And so that's that's my my theory of it is where you can, by being a six, create space that people don't think of as existing for farming. They just sort of mm. take it for granted that like, oh, this is stuff that someone's going to use. Um, more often than not, you just waste a number, but it is technically possible. And the thing is, it's not necessarily just about like who's dipping in into the bucket in what proportion, right? Because that's just not how the game works. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you... It's actually far more about what you do in the game in terms of like how you spend your time. It's also like how you act in fights, right? Like you are totally unconcerned with living if it means your carry is fine. But it also mm-hmm. means like your time, you don't really care about your time for personal character gain. You will go stack camps because you can basically um, increase. You can increase the. You can fill the bucket more for your carry, right? You may not be able to actually mm-hmm. take from the bucket yourself, even if you wanted to, but you can spend time instead of gaining XP in lane with your carry, or doing some other stuff around the map. You can just continuously fill the bucket higher and higher. So then eventually the carry can come and their cup runneth over, right? Or, a- or another hero. When I was, you know, more practiced at the game, mm-hmm. there is a there is a position six move that I would make use of that I think, like, I'm sure higher level players actually do something with this, but I think at my level it was fairly unusual, which is if, like, a carry was farming and I needed to be around sort of generally to protect them but not actively harass, I knew the XP range and I would hover just <laughs> outside of it. Yeah. So they would get full XP. They wouldn't have to split it with me. But if something popped off, I could get there in time to help. Yeah. And it it isn't just that easy. And that's why a long time ago, maybe it was me who suggested, but we codified the position seven. Because the thing about Dota is like supports, <laughs> supports like are, in theory, in the old days, supports are actually stronger earlier in the game. Yeah. But that's the old man of me talking because now carries are often the term hard carry usually meant like you were kind of weak early game and it was like the the support's job to get you the space in the farm right um Mm -hmm. it's still somewhat true but um either way basically if you're a crystal maiden right uh traditional hard support and you're level six you get your ultimate it doesn't really matter what other items you have if you can just press your ultimate while a bunch of people are around you 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't require items. So it just requires XP. So if you're, <laughs> if for example, I'm an AM and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm level nine. I almost got my battle fury. And then I see six, like walk out of the jungle level three. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and sometimes it can hurt you in, in like fights, right? Cause their supports might have their ults and you don't, but totally, totally. that's just the complexity of Dota. Yeah. But and then the other the other bit of being a position six that I, I like, I want to be clear. I'm talking about all this stuff because I spent a lot of time thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think at my peak, I was pretty decent at position sixing. I was never oh, yeah. a mind blowingly good player. Um, so this isn't like this isn't meant to be a brag or anything. But like one of the fun things you can do with position sixing is because you are like on paper so much weaker than everyone else you can make people make decisions they would not otherwise, right? Mm, Because it's like, obviously, obviously this is a trap. Obviously I can't go in on the support, but there are four levels under me. I mean, like (laughs) how big of a trap can this be? Oh no, you can bend their logic with Mm -hmm. how weak you are. And it's very fun. (laughs) Mind games. Exactly. Yeah, there's... There's a lot of complexity in uh, in the supporting game of Dota 2. I went to League of Legumes because the uh, the battle reports, like um, medals and things, just all reminded me of League of Legends for some reason. <laughs> but uh, we ended up talking about how Dota 2 is uh, is much different in the supporting and mind game realm. Yeah, um, the reason I went to League of Legumes is for building character, but... So, folks, we have a new uh, hero Boss. champion, excuse me, in League of Legends. Oh. Um, it's another Void Lady, but now she looks creepy. Who's the other Void Lady right now? It's like Kale. Ka- Kaisa? Kyle? Is that right? Kaisa? Not the one with the spear. Uh, no. Uh, it's the lady who has, like, like, like organic Samus armor. Uh, I'm gonna click on the void. On yes, the, it like, is Kaisa. I was right. Kaisa. Lol. How do you spell that? K A I apostrophe S A Kaisa. Daughter of the void Kaisa. Um, have I seen this? I feel like I've seen this lady, and yet, no, I've never seen this. She just looks like a League of Legends character. Okay. Yeah, she's just wearing like like slightly organic void power armor. She looks like uh, a high fantasy, um, yeah, like a high fantasy novel, paperback novel version, um, cover art version of, what's her name, from the fucking, uh, I don't remember her name. No, Zerg Lady. Oh, Kerrigan. Yeah. Kerrigan. Yep. Yeah, you're not wrong. Wow. She's she's a more family friendly version of Kerrigan. The, uh, she is in KDA. Who uh, sang the League of Le- uh, League of Legumes OP. Yeah. Yeah. 
Though I don't know, like, if she was a founding member of KDA because you know how that shit goes. They just fucking expand things. That's and true. Just, she like, has so many versions of her. She has a KDA all out outfit. KDA okay, well, she's, if, if she has multiple KDA's outfits, she's probably a base member. Oh, six. Did you know uh, that she has, of course, K slash DA all out Kaisa, as well as prestige all out Kaisa, which is gold. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it must the be ba- all outs. The all outs. I, I think there was like a limited sale window or something and they were extra expensive for the, mm, the all outs. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Gotta love it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So tell me about I forgot their name already. Belveth. Bell. Lol. So you're not going to believe this, right? Mm-hmm. She's a character who has uh, passives that get like that basically give her temporary buffs when she uses spells, okay. and she dashes around and does mini CC and does magic burst. Isn't- it's a new type of character for League of Legends. <laughs> Hold on. Isn't that... I, I can picture her in my head. She has, like, a fake clone. She can do a few dashes as her ultimate. You know who I'm talking about, right? You're not talking about uh, Ari, are you? Because she doesn't have a clone. No, she's, like, she has... She looks like this kind of... She, like, has a cloak-type thing. She can send out, a like, a illusion. Morgana? No, God, Le- this is gonna bug me. There's so many League of Legends characters. League of Legends. What do they call them? I'm here. Legends. Champions. I'm looking. Champions. I'm gonna guess that she is in. God, there's Assassin. over 140. She is. Oh, that's right. So they classify them. Except okay. it's not loading. Uh, it's not Evelyn. Um, who the fuck is? Oh, right, the Scissor Lady. They added. I was like, who the fuck is Gwen? Um, I'm scrolling. It, I'm it's not LeBlanc. You know, LeBlanc, that's it. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, sure. I'm I, I feel like LeBlanc has like a light dark thing or something or something. No, you're okay. So the thing that she has is that she has like, she does like spell mimics and stuff. So she's like this, but more interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Belveth just kind of seems like they just move around and do burst damage. Um, uh, so, okay, I'm going, I'm on the wiki. Um, abilities, Death in Lavender. After casting an ability, Belveth gains two stacks for five seconds, stacking up to six times. Um, she becomes ghosted and gains um, bonus attack speed based on how many stacks. A basic attack consumes one stack. Wait, except she also, ha- as part of this passive, they have, like, the triple passive thing. When she scores a mm-hmm. takedown, is that a kill? Yeah, that's a kill. What? They're called... <laughs> when she scores a touchdown against a champion or monster within well, three seconds. The thi- yeah, the thing is, like, t- takedowns... It also is a takedown, I believe, if you do it to, like, one of the dragons or to Baron or... But you just kill. Herald? You just kill it. It can no, respawn. Nick... Nick, they just come back. They Listen, haven't been we killed. kill Roshan, and because he stole the Aegis of the Immortal from the shopkeeper, he's cursed to respawn as a beast every 8 to 11 Nick, minutes. Baron Nasher didn't steal the Aegis of Immortal. He's just a <laughs> worm boy. He's just the backwards of Roshan. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, when she scores a touchdown within three seconds of damaging them, she gains stacks of lavender permanently, which is, lavender is this thing. Large monsters grant her one stack. Champions and epic monsters grant two. 
Um, okay. She can exceed the attack speed cap, which is kind of like the move speed cap of Dota 2. You're like max move mm-hmm. speed. But all sources of damage dealt are triggered by her... Triggled. Triggered by her basic attacks are reduced by... Oh, when, I think I should just lean back and let Nick try and figure out what words mean. For so the this next is the minutes. third. The, the, I'm reading ahead and it's confusing. This is the third part of her passive. Her first thing. League of Legends always has like a separate passive as a fifth ability. Belveth can exceed the attack speed cap, but all sources of damage dealt or triggered by her basic attacks are reduced by 25%, including on hit effects. She cannot gain attack speed through growth per level. She just can't gain attack speed, like most people can, I guess. They usually yeah. When she levels, when she levels up, she doesn't get attack speed. It's only when she does this passive kills thing. Okay, and I guess it's everything that happens. She must have other things that happen because of attacks. Don't are reduced. It's diminishing returns, basically. Somehow, whatever. Um, okay, her Q is Void Surge. This is the dash that does damage. It applies on hit and spell effects. Uh, but it's weird because basically the way it works is at all times, you should go to the actual official page for this. Oh, Let me wow. link it to help, yeah. to help you out. Um, because at all all times, basically, she has a compass north, south, east, west floating around her. What the and fuck? And she can only dash in those directions. And when she does, it, that like that's a charge that's consumed. So if she dashes north... After for a little bit, she can't dash north again. She can only dash, dash west, east, or south. Belveth can do the cha-cha slide on her opponents. <laughs> slide to the left, slide to the right. See, this is one of those things about League of Legends where sometimes they realize they've created a really boring kit and they just give them a weird thing because it's not in the game. They're like, this isn't in the game. That means it's good. Yeah. That's great. Okay, anyways, uh, moving on to the W. Uh, above and below, she slams her tail down in a target direction, dealing magic damage, knocking them up for 75 seconds and slowing after a while. Not for 75 seconds, it's 0. 0.75. Oh, for 0. Like 0. That. 7. <laughs> League of Legends known for a long CC. <laughs> no, that would be a building character in which we come up with characters. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so this. We should. For for next episode, we should come up with League of Legends characters. Oh, because we only ever come up with Dota characters, and yeah. it's a very different dynamic. <laughs> where we would not at all. We're be already mean. hellish. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. I once came up with uh, what it was. Somebody, it was something the anti fun, and it was like a meme on Riot. Uh-huh. Do you remember? I don't right. remember what his right. name was, but okay. I don't. I, I, I'm saying this, which means I can't use this later when we do this, right? Sure, sure. But I want a character who, in the spirit of anti fun and preventing anti fun, has like a really long stun. But because you can't let the players not have fun, it doesn't like just take away control of your character. It pops up a window with Minecraft for you to play while you're waiting. <laughs> you have to provide con- You have to keep them in the dopamine cycle. That's yeah, the they have point. to stay engaged. The addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how many diamonds you manage to mine, you you could actually come out of your stun with a buff. <laughs> they would do a thing where you're stun- like banished in a mini game or something. <laughs> That's that's um, yeah. Anyway, okay, okay. We're, we're so close. Her E. No, go ahead. Oh, you were the one reading them. Go. Uh, Royal Maelstrom um, rapidly slashes at a nearby enemy with the lowest current health percentage, um, a few times dealing physical damage, um, increased per missing health. Um, it 
deals more damage to monsters, uh, and its attacks apply lifesteal but cannot crit. She gains 70% damage reduction, lifesteal, and is unable to move during Royal Maelstrom. She cannot perform slashes while unable to declare... Unable to declare basic attacks? What are the... What are the terms in League? Takedowns? <laughs> Knock up? Declare? I declare attack! See, now you're starting to get me on board. This is like appealing to my fighting game brain, where they're like, <laughs> we can't call it a cancel. Let's call it a Roman cancel. Roman. Uh, just try, just make it so, like, oh, you uh, a super? Clearly you mean an astral heat. <laughs> like, of course I do. Uh, <laughs> fighting game, stupid terminology brain. Stay winning. Uh, this can hit invisible people or people you can't see? This seems well, really good. I mean, you just sort of stand still and do a machine gun baby auto attacks. It seems fine. Do you have to stand still? You just said that. Oh, and is unable you to move. You okay. Move. Listen, this thing is like multiple paragraphs long, and they have very helpful color coding on the wiki, but it, it's just information overload if you're not used to it. Okay. And remember, they have things like AD and AP that things scale <laughs> off of. <laughs> Nick, I clicked on the R, and it's three paragraphs. Good luck. <laughs> you know, six, just for this, I think we need to take it to... Where are we going to take it to? Oh, I know exactly where we're going. I have to scroll so far back up. Fan Fiction Corner. Just because it's so long. <laughs> sure. So you don't have it open yet. I do. I okay, can, close I it. I'm gonna okay. I'm I'm gonna take care of this, and you can uh, react to things live because I've already read a bunch, and there's some ridiculous things in here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I do a live react here. Yeah. <clears throat> R is endless banquet. Passive. Every second attack against the same target deals additional true damage, stacking infinitely. Takedowns against epic monsters and champions leave behind a piece of void coral. Epic monsters from the void, like Rift Herald and Bear Nasher, drop special void ear void coral. I'm on for the record. Void I'm ear? on League void? of Legends. Void ear void void coral. ear. I am on. I'm on League of Legends. This is their language. Just, sorry, void, void ear, ear void as coral. in like more voidy. Yes, <laughs> okay. extra voidy. Ex- void ear. Just like the void ex- voidicize that. Okay. I'm gonna here. Let me just let me snip real quick. Just get mm-hmm. get gets it in the channel. Give me that void ear. Void ear void. Let the people see void ear in Discord. Void ear void ear void coral. Okay, <clears throat> that's the passive. Oh, of course. Active. Belveth consumes a piece of void coral and explodes, slowing and dealing true damage to nearby enemies based on their missing health. Upon consuming void coral, Belveth temporarily changes to her true form. Consuming void coral left by epic monsters from the void, Rift Herald and Barrel Nasher grants Belveth her true form for an extended duration and causes minions that die in her presence to be reborn as faithful voidlings. Voidlings are small minions that will serve Belveth by marching down the lane in which they were spawned. Oh, so minions are creeps. Um, yes. So this is... This is like a weird version of what I think it might be old pit lord thing where you could like raise dead creeps or something, right? Except, of course, you can't control them. We can't have micro right. League of Legends. So basically, whenever she gets kills, mm-hmm. excuse me, takedowns on <laughs> champions or epic monsters, champions. she gets a charge. And when she consumes that charge, there's an explosion on her. 
Uh-huh. If that ex- it does damage based on missing health, if it kills creeps, they turn into friendly creeps that march down that lane. They also, also 81 that um, at any time she consumes this, she turns into her true form, which is the next paragraph. I was going to say. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, true form. When Belveth unleashes her true form, she gains increased max health out of combat move speed, attack range, and total attack speed. While in her true form, she also gains the ability to tra- dash through walls with her Q. Wow. I guess she couldn't do that before. So, you know, just can keep you writing, just, right? You just store however many of these you have, right? Um, you can check the wiki. I don't see a list of like it doesn't on this. It doesn't say that there's a max. The wiki would know. Okay, Agrensis. Um, avoid coral. I do think it's really, really funny. It's really funny to give a ranged hero an infinitely stacking version of Ursa's passive. <laughs> Only it's true this... damage, which is the same equivalent as pure damage. Yeah. That's a really fucked up thing to do. <laughs> the... Yeah, okay. And her true version gives her buffs to attack range. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but so, like... Was there something in here on what the void your void coral does? Uh, it makes her missed? true form last longer. Oh, okay, okay. But she, okay. Uh, consuming oh wait, no, void sorry. Corals. So okay, I'm sorry. The voidlings thing is not for min- when minions are killed by her thing. I was wrong about that. It's for when anyone any creeps die in her presence when she's consumed void your void coral. Just if she eats that shit and then a uh-huh. creep dies near her, it turns into a Okay, but it has to be an enhanced one. But can you choose whether to consume a regular or a, a voidier void coral? It doesn't say on here. Or is it, it's just like, you know, it's Tetris. You got them on the queue. Consuming void. So you can just refresh the duration by eating more. Oh, consuming void corals also heals her. Uh, oh, 100, 150, 200. Oh, and so I'm on the wiki, and it also just says enhanced void coral, but the official website says voidier, huh? Even uh-huh. the community is like, fuck, fuck you, Riot. I'm going to call it enhanced. Okay, wow. Um, so that's what League of Legends is up to. So hold on. There's an, a note here, important at the bottom. Uh, a nearby void coral is required to cast this ability. The on-hit modifiers, which is like... On hit effects. Uh, from Death and Lavender, the passive, Void Surge, the Q, and Royal Maelstrom, the E, uh, affect the bonus true damage applied by Endless Banquet's passive. See pets for details about Void Remora and Void Corals. Wait, is a, does a Void Coral okay. move? No, okay, so that, okay, so she doesn't get stacks. Void Coral is just like a, a totem that is dropped that she can use her R to consume. Oh, and that's okay. when she, all this stuff happens. Okay. That was extremely unclear. Um, it really was. Okay. Now go to void. Co- oh, it's yeah. It literally looks like a word. Okay. A really low poly, like low res purple thing. It must be tiny. Listen, your eyes can't understand the void. That's true. Um, do they like, there's no like different version for a voidier version. On the, the wiki. I can't see a picture. 
Wow. I guess you just have to know based on where it spawned. She does really look strange. She, you know who she kind of looks like? Her face, it's a little... The uh, third eye in her forehead is a little too large, but she almost looks like the opera singer from Fifth Element with that neck. I've never seen Fifth Element. I'll take your word for it. What? Um, I also like this. that... You can tell based on the eight, uh, her icon that her true form is uh, Venomancer. <laughs> oh, uh... Look at that icon. That's Venomancer. Oh, I'm going to click on the default site now. Okay. Leagueoflegends.com. Taking a long time to load. Taking a really game, long right? time to load. Okay. You got to clip it. What? What is going on? Oh, I just refreshed. Okay. Um, I mean, I just copied here. This Here's the icon. Oh, That's what Venomancer. the fuck? It is literally it's, a it's gold League of Legends Venomancer. League of Legends. Yeah. Don't they already have no Kogma just like has He's like gunk. a mortar guy. I think he yeah. has like a Q that's like um um now I can't remember Venomancer's Q. Gale, like uh Gale. Poison mm. Gale or whatever it is. Venomous Gale. There we go. Well, okay. um so we've talked about League of Legends for forty five minutes. Six, I'm a little what am I? Honestly, I'm a little bit peckish. That's good. Do you want to take it to Jackie's Chow? I would not. I really need to stop by Jack's Snacks on the way there. Okay. Is that okay? That's we just like stop over sure. on the right. Okay. Sure. We don't have room. We do not have room. Oh, I missed a I missed a character. They added a character that I didn't know about. It's Zeri, who's a lightning lady. Okay. Lightning lady. Six. You know what I found at the store? You do because you're looking at the episode notes channel. Six. I'm not looking at the episode notes channel, but okay. Now do you know what wolves need? Uh they. Well, I I, I know what they don't need. They armor. need no armor. But I'm not a wolf, so I need armor potted meat. That's right. Potted meat. That might be the worst transition I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> when I, like, said it right and you said it more wrong. <laughs> Made with chicken, pork added, America's favorite, inspected for wholesomeness by U.S. Department of Agriculture, P4247. Six, can you look up P4247? Like what that means from the U.S. Department of Agriculture? Uh, this is gluten-free. It is three ounces, 85 grams of potted meat. It's just like a tin here with its own pop top, thankfully. Department of Agriculture. It is aluminum. Uh, it is recyclable. P4247, you said? P4247, correct. Um, I'm not getting any direct explanation. Um, the context I'm getting makes me think that that's just a, like a manufacturer code of some sort. Like that's indicating basically like who was licensed to make this. Oh yeah. Like which, um, each can that bears the establishment number of P4207 mark of inspection, a UPC code. This is for uh, Iowa Fern Recalls Barbecue Sausage yep. Products. Yeah. Yeah. That's also what I was looking at. Because most of these other ones don't, like, if they have it, they don't have any context for it. 
but you can't. Yeah. It's okay. Just okay. Like- okay. <clears throat> uh, FSIS Meat, Poultry, and Egg Product Inspection Directory. Uh, legend for establishment numbers. P equals poultry. Oh. And then the multiple number, or so then just it's the establishment number. So P4247, this is poultry establishment 4247. Wow. It's the 4,247th, or it's just a code, poultry establishment. So it is. it does say that it is made with chicken. Pork added. What does that mean? Like you can't. It would be like, and uh, for today, I have for you a peanut butter sandwich with jelly added. Uh, P4247 is also M2AD, which is ConAgra Brands Incorporated, located at 2467 Henry Layden Drive, Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, They are the armor brand as well as Hungry Man. And Pinnacle Foods Group, LLC. I'm Gabe Newell, and welcome to Iowa. Gabe bless Iowa. Gabe bless Iowa. So, if uh, any of our listeners near live near wherever six said in Iowa, uh, let us know if poor you want to get like a poor man's hungry man. Poor man's <laughs> where? No, where in Iowa? I just said Fort Madison. Okay, I forgot. I thought you and then I said, said it. Ag- I said it again, though. Oh, you just said poor Madison, and I thought you said yeah. like something like poor man. No, I said I said hungry man because that's one of the brands contained oh, okay, okay. within Conagra brands. The the, uh, the potted meat cinematic universe. That's right. Okay. Well, the only thing left. Oh to my do- god! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> so. They list like. Under each of them, here, I'll give you an example of this one, right? Here okay. is, um, they have DBAs, which is like the brands underneath Dang. them, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so as an example, here's ConAgra. Oh, wait, that's not the right channel. I don't want to post that to Films, TV, Comics, and our friends' <laughs> Discord. They would not know what the fuck is. I mean, it's from me. They'd accept it. But, that's true. Um, so that's, that's ConAgra brands. A lot of them are smaller than that, but that's about a normal size, I would say. And then okay. there's the one for Smithfield Packaged Meats Corporation. Have you ever heard of Smithfield Packaged Meats Corporation? I can't say I have. Oh my, I'm going to have to this is I have this to This is open not even all of Discord. it. This is not even all of it because it goes on to the next page. 814 America Aberdeen Agar Foods American Farm Armor Cooks Ham uh Country Lean Farmer John from foodfarm.com uh, and healthy ones. Looking, looking, uh, oh my, foods. Nick, Nick, oh my God, I just realized something. What? These aren't, it's not the company, right? Like it is the company, but it's not the, what this is listing is the packaging plant and they contract out to different people. The are, these people oh. are also armor. This is Wait. a list of all the people they package for. So, like, this page you're on is all people who package for armor. Well, this is, no, this is just all people who package in the United States. Oh, okay, okay. This, but the one so, on the this right. one I've linked you here is the Smithfield okay. Packaged Meats Corporation. And then the list on the side is every food company that they package that, things for. Wow. So and sometimes, like, sometimes, like, people, like, armor contracts out to multiple people because, of course, they do. Of they course. have multiple meat plants. That's how it works. Yeah. Wow. So, I love one thing I really like and am so surprised by often is how much actual facts 
you can find online in terms of like <laughs> um, government and like information systems. Like, so like which which website are you on? I forget. I closed. It. I am. I am on fsis.usda.gov. .gov, yeah. So you can just, like, what did we do? We looked on the side of a can, and we knew the brand, and you found, like, who makes this potted meat, like, the places that it could have come from. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a phone number. You could call the phone number. Like, you'd be surprised what you can, how far you can get by just, like, calling people sometimes. Do yeah, you think wild. you don't think? Should we nope. call armor? I think we should save that <laughs> for uh you, you okay, so here's here's the next level play, right? Uh-huh. Are you ready for this, Nick and listeners? This episode is not coming out next week because we're recording Battlecrow next week. We'll talk about that at some point. True. Um but that means it'll come out after we record Battlecrow. We should do this on Battlecrow with no one having any context for it. It's only when they hear this that they understand why the fuck we're calling a meatpacking <laughs> plant. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to look up, like, the laws. I'm legitimately going to look up the laws for, like, in Iowa, for, like, how you have to inform people, right, of being recorded or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to look it up and see if we can do it or just, you know, what we'll have to say. It's interesting. A lot of these places were licensed in 2019. I wonder what happened in 2019. I wonder if there was like a, um, like a change of like period the, or like yeah or something. The yeah. standard. Um. Well, it's not. It, I don't think it's a research period unless it's a really pretty decently long one because I'm seeing ones here that are like from 2008. Oh. Also. Maybe it's um, like I a. We'll say all of these are naming. 2000. No, there's like here's a 1994. Oh, what's that? Who's that? Um, that is Fresh Mark Massillon uh, in Massillon, Ohio. Uh, they mostly just do their own, their own thing. I'm Gabe Newell, and welcome to Ohio State. These are the only two state ones you've made for Battlecrow. <laughs> and you hit them both. Two for two. Anyway, Six, you know, I'm, I'm uh, legitimately, like I said, I really love learning like just the things you can find and the info you can find due to the internet, like the actual magic of the internet. Uh, anyways, I'm just dying to crack into this potted meat, you know? Yeah, I do know. Okay, here we go. Uh, God, hopefully there's no liquid, because I'm going to crack it right by the mic. <laughs> that <laughs> was really sincere, good. What a what a sincere sound. What an honest sound that was. Okay, I've, I've opened it. I'm going to give it a sniff. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, obviously you have to see it to believe it, right? That's what they say. The proof is in the seeing. Um, mm-hmm. Six, Wait, tell is me. Wait, a pudding? Oh, no, it's not a... Well, I... No, I don't think it's any... Show, show me. I know. What does this look like to you? Uh, it looks kind of like, minus the potatoes, it looks like canned corned beef. It looks, oh, you're right, it does. I mean, this is kind of the nature of any sort of canned meat ground thing. It does smell like cat food. Sure. Like strongly of chicken cat food. Nick, please confirm that this is meal ready to eat right now. I mean, 
here are the ingredients. Mechanically separated chicken, pork, water, salt, contains 2% or less of mustard, vinegar, dextrose, sodium, erythrobrate, garlic powder, natural flavors, sodium nitrite. Nick, I'm asking you to confirm that it's cooked. Keep refrigerated after opening. It doesn't say anything. That's the thing. So, like... So it's probably so it would have to if say it something doesn't if say it wasn't. Anything. Yeah, right. right um, let's right. just before I start eating. Um, serving size: one can of eighty-five grams. Calories: two hundred and forty. Calories from fat: two hundred. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, if you somehow took out the fat, it would be ten calories. That 40, means that 40 can cal- is almost. It would that can is almost entirely fat. Absolutely, it does have ten grams of protein. Um, and then 22 grams total fat, 7 grams saturated fat, then some cholesterol, sodium, uh, zero carbs. It's just fat and protein. 10% they calcium. It's like it's like an instant like it's like an instant hot chocolate where you put the pe- the powder in and then you add water. Except for the powder was meat and then you pour in hot <laughs> grease. Hot grease. Hot boiling grease. Maybe that's the por- so made chicken and pork. So, anyways. Obviously, I'm going to have to try it on its own, but I also, I think I posted in the the preview picture, I have some peppercorn crackers, which I'm sure is something closer to how you're supposed to make it. I don't know, on toast, maybe it would be good too, but... No, I think you're supposed to, I think you're supposed to probably serve your armor potted meat over some, like, high quality, like, dinner party crackers. Oh, yeah, that's what I have. Private selection peppercorn poppy water crisp crackers. Can you see that? Yeah, you can. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I got. Water, you know, water crackers. So I have a knife here. I'm just gonna go for it because you gotta go for it, right, at the beginning to to get the the natural flavor. Oh my god, it's so soft. I wish I could take a picture. Maybe you have to edit this. I mean, out. if you took a picture, it would last longer. That's why I always take pictures of all my canned food for storage. So um, making myself laugh. <laughs> I was semi listening to you because I was taking a video. Maybe this is too too. You'll be editing this to be more succinct. Um, there was a moment there you'll see where I I was trying to show how soft it was, and so I had one hand <laughs> no. holding my camera and one hand on the 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 knife, right? And it just kind of slid towards me on the plate, and I had an awful like flinch to. Because I was, I was scared I was going to be potted, like the potted meat. <laughs> <laughs> like you thought it was going to suck you in? No, what I thought it was going to spill onto me, and like I would be potted meated. I would be meated, and it like imagine spilling that on yourself. I mean, Nick, you are meat. Imagine touching that. God damn it! It's delaying me. It's gonna. My entire office is gonna smell like meat. meat. Potted. <laughs> you are potted meat. <laughs> Meat. Meat. You are meat is the segment about meeting each other in real life. I may be about to meet my maker here, though. So, okay. I've got a little bit of this incredibly soft. Oh, my God. You need to stop talking about how soft it is. It really is weird. Okay. It's on. You have to. I know that's a lot of pictures and it's taking a lot of time. But people, you have to, like, look at what I'm about to eat. Focus, you fuck. (laughs) I'm trying. Okay, down the hatch. I've got to tap out. I can't look at this picture. 
it is gruesome. It's upsetting. <laughs> it is. Um. Okay. I mean, it's not bad, right? It's not bad. Um. Um. Initially, it's. I mean, it's kind of like pate, right? It basically sure. is a type of pate. Um. Very salty. Very. The texture is like. It's not of ground meat. It's like, what if you went beyond ground meat and fat? What's beyond ground? Minced? Pulverized. Like pulverized meat. Mechanically separated, indeed. Um, and so it's not like grain. It's. You can tell it's not solid or that it's not just like melting fat as you. You don't chew it, but like as you eat it, it has a texture to it that is unlike, oh man, anything else I've ever had. And the taste is vaguely porky. Like it doesn't taste like chicken because it's just pulverized chicken. It vaguely tastes porky, I guess. I guess. It is not a good aftertaste. It's not awful, but it is kind of, it's unsettling. That's what it is. It's unsettling. Okay. That's over the hell of eating it on its own, which nobody would ever do. Okay, you can see it when I spread it on this cracker, or maybe Six won't see it. It has like a a grain pattern or texture to it, maybe? Well, I wish my phone I mean, didn't do such close-up focusing. All this seems like a pretty good description of the meat with uh, in a... Oh, oh. Right? Oh, Oh, it's like, okay, you're not going to love this comparison, right? Uh, whatever, I'm eating it anyway. Are you familiar with kinetic sand? It, I kind of am, yeah. Hmm. It looks like extra wet kinetic extra, sand. Extra wet. Okay, anyways, I'm going to have it on a cracker here. Let's see how it goes. That's the way you'd eat this. Right. Um... My, I was initially going to say, that's almost worse. I don't know how, but like having a cracker texture with that. Uh, you know, I just ate it like a cracker. Maybe I'll eat it. I'll make one more and I'll eat it like sushi. Sometimes like nigiri where you, you know, you turn it upside down and the fish touches your tongue instead first. I'm going to have it so that the... The potted meat touches my tongue first. Here we go. Itadakimasu. <laughs> it honestly was better that way. I don't know how. Um. So how do I feel? Having eaten potted meat. I'm not craving another one. Six, are you here? Oh, yeah. Okay, I figured you're just like... <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning back a fair bit, you know. I mean, I guess I have to do one more, right? So... No! What? I don't know. I feel like I, I, feel like I have to. Okay, for the people. So I got one more spread here. And, I think um, the people want you to stop. My last one here. There we go. 
Oh, I know why. I know why. Okay. Hmm. Definitely worse. The reason why you need to eat this upside down is because imagine a cracker with a topping, right? You bite into it. Where does the topping go? Just from like a geometry standpoint. Uh, up? It goes up. And so the potted meat hits the roof of your mouth, which is not a pleasant feeling. <laughs> it's like it's an uncontrolled like when you you are physically putting it on your tongue by eating it upside down sushi style it's like you're in control right or like it's a it's a familiar feeling to feel things on your tongue right when you're eating but to have this weird texture thing globbing under the roof of your mouth is noticeably more uncomfortable i'm gonna eat just a cracker here uh, nick are you familiar with the manga Dungeon Meshi, a.k.a. Delicious in Dungeon. I don't think so. So the premise of it is that there are a bunch of adventurers who are in a, you know, like a classic fantasy style dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, and they run out of rations. And they meet up with a, a odd person who is like, you can just live off of the food in here. You just have to cook and kill and cook monsters. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes about, I mean, there's there's a lot of like, you know, character drama and stuff. It's very good. Um, but a lot of the appeal of it is like, okay, here's how you cook a mimic. Here's how you cook a slime, right? Right. Um, and I think those people would not eat what you're eating. <laughs> it's definitely like, I don't know if you, there's better pate out there. That's all this is, right? Yes. Like, it, there's better pate out there. Surely. I don't know. I don't seek it out. I don't seek out canned pate. I don't eat pate a lot. I just know the word pate, okay? I think if you like pate, you're probably not eating it canned. That's just my guess here. I guess. I don't know. Like, it keeps, right? Most pate, like a liver pate. I don't know. Listen, I've never made pate in my life. I The amount of times I've said pate today in the past few minutes exceeds the amount I've ever said it before in my life. I'm going to go take this and get this out of my office. I'll be right back. I'm Six Stepmar. I'm Nick Cease. And this is Pate Today. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. It really does smell like cat food. <laughs> oh, no. It still smells like it. It definitely still smells like it in here. I trust you're keeping uh, the, the listeners entertained. No. Okay, good. Oh my god. I just I kept silent so I could edit all it out. <sighs> wow. Well that's kind of I'm gonna have to burn a candle in here. Yeah, you probably will. Um but I wanna take get that taste out of our mouths and take us uh, to Jackie's chow. I really do need to get the taste out of out of my mouth. I'm sorry, I said I was gonna quit, but let's just let's go see RTZ real quick. <laughs> I've gotten all my rage out at the patch, now I'm just uh, trying to be happy. Because when the new patch drops and I like it, I'll probably be angry all the time. I need, to be, I need something to be mad at, and now that I have the patch, I'll be angry at Six, I was going to let you talk, but uh, uh, Beyonce had the best album of all time. I know, I was going <laughs> to let you talk more. Uh, but I really need to get the taste out of it out of my mouth. And what do you think I'm going to get it out with? I just want to point out that some people just drink something without being like, let's do a 15 minute segment on my fucking Red Bull. Six. Some people just. 
You've just described the podcast. <laughs> Your but, point, but, sir? My point is that usually we just do it. We don't be like, listen, I wish I could help you, but... <laughs> No, it's more like, listen, I know I just had a long potted meat experience, okay, a PTE on the show, but I'm about to have another experience. I'm about to have... Oh, shit, do you hear that? It's a windstorm. It's a really good-sounding windstorm. A typhoon! Ah, uh, shit, you got some. Damn. It's Jealous. Mountain Dew Typhoon. Do with a blast of tropical punch, natural, and artificial flavor. That's right. Typhoon is back. Uh, as Mountain Dew would say, our forecast was right. The throwback flavor strikes again with Mountain Dew Typhoon has made its long-awaited return. With notes of tropical punch and vibes of a sunny beach day, this Bev, that's what they say, this Bev is sure to be your summer love. Hop on this flavor wave and your taste buds will thank you. Yeah, I remember it being like a fruit punch with like some pineapple notes, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I have the wiki up for for afterwards. I'm not going to bias myself. Oh, here. you have tasting notes? <laughs> the notes, of course. Um, I'm going to try to swish my mouth out with water real quick. Wait, that's not water. That's armor potted meat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I'm sure Mountain Dew will uh, will help me clear the armor taste. Okay, so here we go. We got some Mountain Dew Typhoon. Gonna give it a whirl. Oh, very pineapple-y, actually. Oh, there's like an undercurrent of red fruit punch there for sure. So a lot of red fruit punch and uh, pineapple notes. Cool. That's what I'm wow. getting. Spot on. Okay, yeah. here we go. Down the hatch. Oh, nice and cold. Huh. Okay. There it is. Okay. Well, it took me two sips. It usually does, you know? You gotta acquaint yourself. Mm -hmm. Sure. First off, absolutely has the Mountain Dew core. That, as we always talk about, that citrus, that acid, that, that feeling in your mouth, right? The core. That's interesting. That makes sense. Um, I wasn't sure because I back when Typhoon was around and I was drinking, enjoying it, is before I was I I had prepared a Mountain Dew theory. You know. Yeah, it was before the uh, the discovery, the postulating of the Mountain Dew core. That's why I had mm -hmm. to take two sips because at first I was like, "Wait, is this coreless?" Because some of the Mountain Dews have, unfortunately, it's really sad when it, uh, a Mountain Dew goes coreless. You know, usually, it's I don't know why. Anyway, it felt like it might. Not have had the core there, but it definitely did on the second one. It definitely gives you like a pineapple note, but here we go. Now we're getting into into real descriptive notes. Not like a yellow pineapple, if you know what I mean. Like it's not like pineapple, the sharp enzyme pineapple, right? It's like a pineapple flavor without a pineapple feeling, right? Does that make any sense? It's like a golden pineapple, but also has that classic red fruit punch taste that you just know like as a red fruit punch right sure that made sense that part that second part of what you said so it, it listen you can have a really red raspberry or you can have like a much um you can have a pink raspberry or you could have i don't know i'm just trying to say other colors okay one more out, out of the can 
It's also ice cold. I believe you that the phenomenon is going on. I just don't think words are, are your ally in this moment. Yeah, it's definitely it's like it's definitely both of them. They're almost like together. I can't I cannot separate the pineapple from the red fruit punch. It almost has a little bit of the Baja blast on the attack, as they say. Um, but it's definitely not the same flavor. It's more like that freshness at the beginning is very um, Baja Blast, right? It ha- that it has mm-hmm. that, I don't know, that, like tropical breeze of a Baja Blast, right? But it has a different flavor to it. So let's go I ahead. I believe and... it predates Baja Blast. So that's interesting. Oh, wow. That would make sense, actually. So I'm going to go ahead and decant it here. It looks like a tropical punch. So not like a red fruit punch, but it's like a little bit more orange. Mm, sure. It's really a nice, it's a good color. Okay, let's get one for the pod god i still it came up with pictures of my potted meat you can see the reflection of my linus tech tips mouse pad excellent like that's how i think you would imagine it to look so one more yeah the smell is just stronger now it's not not worse not not different it's just good i think it's gonna sit here while i uh Stop monologuing for a bit because Six is no longer going to engage with, uh, with the Mountain Dew talk for now. I understand. No, you know. No, I understand. Uh, we just need some chow, right? You were mm-hmm. like, yeah. You're like snacks are great, and like pre drink, uh, pre dinner snacks are great, right? But yeah, totally. Let's go. Let's uh, go the, to our destination. There is some Mountain Dew news we'll have to talk about at some point, but not this episode. We just don't have time. I think. Would you say we have no time? No time. We have no time. I guess I would. Good I'm point. really enjoying this this tropical the, this type of So I have two uh, recipes that I have invented since we last spoke. About, invented? Uh, wow! Things. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, what, one of them I think is a little gen- I, both of them it's like, you know, listen, it's not like I invented bread, right? This is just like I Unless. didn't I didn't see something that made me do this. I just had an idea and I was like, I'll make it. Yeah, right? you came up with it organically on your own. Right. So the first was so um my father lives in town and he was going to go out of town. He's going to Ireland for 2 weeks. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. Um and that meant he was going to miss Father's Day. And I was like, hey, uh, let's do Father's Day basically early and I'll come over, I'll make dinner for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, what do you want? And he was like, I, I, and he sort of I don't think this is like his he's a he's a tactful man. I think he uh, didn't say, like, this is the dish I would most like in the world. I think what he said is basically along the lines of, I mean, he just named two dishes, but I'm pretty sure his thinking was these are two dishes that I know six makes well yeah and so we'll go for and and that i like right mm-hmm. and so he named okonomiyaki which is a uh japanese uh savory cabbage pancake dish and eggs benedict which is of course a uh, french savory breakfast dish mm-hmm. um and i said okay i'll figure it out um and what i came up with is okonomiyaki benedict um <laughs> the unholy union 
So the okonomiyaki, there are, you know, there are multiple recipes for okonomiyaki. It's a, it's a classic Japanese street food and comfort food. Oh yeah. Um, it's really good. It's quite good. Um, the, uh, the version I tend to make is, uh, sort of a, a standard, like, um, I guess you would say Kansai style, but specifically not Hiroshima style, which is a very different style of okonomiyaki. That's I think I have actually variant. talked about that a long time ago. It's where you put mm. noodles in it, basically, and layers. Well, and also way. the late you, yeah, you cook the parts as different layers and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I have made that before. Um, I, I I've eaten one that was quite good in in downtown L.A. And then I made one of my own, and I thought it was fine. Um, <laughs> the very nice thing was when I made when I ate it in downtown L.A. Um, I was there with my father, and I ordered it, and he ordered something else. And we started eating. I was like, oh, this is good. And he said, yours is better. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but normally I just make a, a pretty standard style with um, sort of like bacon on the bottom, both to like mm-hmm. add fat to cook it in and to yep. make a sort of like crust. And then mixed in is shrimp. is sort of like slightly Ooh. chopped up shrimp. Um, that is my standard shrimp, style. Cabbage pancake. And there's a specifically, you know, sauce that goes on top. It's like a nice mm-hmm. sweet, savory. Yeah, thing. with like it has like, it's like a sweet, um, dark sauce. Um, with like a little bit of cinnamon in it. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you eat it off enough. You can, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's, that cinnamon's unmistakable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, if I'm going to put a poached egg on top of this, I can't do shrimp. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to work. Well, and I, to me, it was the, the, so the hollandaise sauce is like the whole crux of, uh, eggs Benedict, right? The like buttery, right. right. Lemony sauce. Super buttery mm-hmm. sauce. Yes. Um, so I took out the shrimp, but I wanted, you know, obviously I wanted something to substitute it with because I wasn't just going to put like a slice of Canadian bacon between the okonomiyaki <laughs> and the egg. Um, so what I did was I used um, a, so I say yakitori chicken. That kind of doesn't mean anything. Yakitori because- is basically just like grilled it yeah. literally is grilled yeah. chicken, but yeah, I know what you mean. Right. So it is It is one of the recipes I found for yakitori chicken where basically it is marinated in a uh, sweet soy sauce and like red pepper. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, which is funny because, I mean, I found this recipe and it's called yakitori chicken, but usually the thing that defines yakitori is that you don't do marinating. But, you know, <laughs> there are variants of everything. Um, so I did that, cooked it in the oven, chopped it up and put it in. Um, like very slightly undercooked it in the oven nice. so that it would finish on the, on the thing. Um, so yeah, you got your cabbage, you got eggs mixed into the okonomiyaki with a, with a, like a flour based batter. Um, interesting. Well, that's how okonomiyaki is made. It's like the, uh, the eggs mixed in. I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless you're doing Hiroshima style, that's how you do it. Oh, I think I may have only made Hiroshima style. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, and, um, it has a tenkasu, which is like little fried bits of tempura with nothing. And it's just little, basically tempura pellets, little crunchy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously cabbage and green onions and you mix it up and you, I cooked them smaller than I usually do because I was going to have, you know, the egg and hollandaise on top, mm-hmm. um, left off. Usually you would top it with like mayo and, um, usually preferably Japanese mayo and, yeah. uh, the okonomi sauce i skipped the mayo because it was going to have hollandaise and i figured <laughs> that would probably handle that part yeah. well enough um 
I don't know. Folks probably know this about me if you've been listening long enough. I make Holland. I make eggs Benedict pretty consistently. <laughs> it's a dish I can do Six without a, any real difficulty. A holidays fiend. Yeah. 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 Um. So there was the point where, like, I finished the I finished the first okonomiyaki. Um. I finished the eggs. I finished the hollandaise, and I was like, okay. And I scooped, I got a, my tablespoon that I'd been using, and I put a little bit of hollandaise in it, and I squirted a little okonomi sauce, and I stirred it up with my finger, and I took a, a taste. I was like, oh yeah, that works. That's very good, actually. Um, Six is, um, so, just to interrupt, Six is Meryl Streep at this point, and some sort of like, she's like a, a big fancy designer or something, and there's a lot of people running around her, and they're like showing her different combinations. It's like, no, 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 and then she sees the perfect one, which is the the okonomiyaki sauce with the hollandaise. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, yes, this is the one. This is the one. And uh, yeah, plate that up with a, you know, poached egg. And uh, so I put basically okonomiyaki, uh, okonomi sauce, eggs benedict on to- the eggs on top of the sauce and then the hollandaise over that. Um, wow. I uh, post a picture. I posted one in the discord already in the, where these are going. Cause obviously episode notes, we post stuff for the episode notes that's on the bottle crow discord. If you're on the bottle crow discord, very good chance. You've already seen this. Um, We've, but just we, for yeah. good measure, I'll post it again. There's no time to help. talk about, uh, our ideas for next time, but there are some <laughs> interesting ideas that are brewing here and, uh, spilled mm-hmm. over to the, we like Dota discord, but the thing I need to consider, the thing I didn't do is I didn't oh. have any pickled ginger with it, and I need to consider. I don't know. That might be too much. I don't know. I was going to want it because another typical topping is the katsuboshi, the mm-hmm. la, bonito. It's like bonito flakes, smoked little right shavings. smoked fish jerky shavings, basically. <laughs> um, and that's what it is. Um, and I absolutely didn't do that. I don't think it would work. Yeah, I was to say there's you got to consider a lot. Like you were asking. Mm-hmm. You talked to me about this, like how how would you do this? And I didn't really know. I was kind of stumped because mm-hmm. you're such the hollandaise master. Like I just I have no I know what it tastes like. I've made it, but I don't have that uh that creative freedom that you have from your your level of familiarity. I also added uh, my side um was uh, Brussels sprouts because my dad loves Brussels sprouts, and also hey, guess what you can do with Brussels sprouts once Discord. Does, does did you did you does, cover him in holidays? Of course, I you covered him in holidays. Damn, that oh. looks good. I really like Brussels sprouts. Just don't steam it was, them. It was a, I, my number one recommendation. If you are the sort of person who like who's like, you know, I, I I like I like a good meal. Once I see something I really like, I'm gonna have a bunch of it. This is more filling than you think. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, holidays is just butter, right? It's butter, yeah, it's butter and eggs and lemon and a little bit of hot sauce. Usually. But mostly it's butter. <laughs> dense, it's dense. Um, and poached eggs are also basically, besides hard-boiled eggs, the most dense way you can make an egg. And, Is that yeah. an onion? What's that thing in the no, middle? No, that's, that is the egg. It has slid off. Oh, it's sorry, cut. I didn't see the yolk. I have, a, I have a poaching pan, so they come out looking very Ooh, nice. Oh, Wow. Um, I make eggs Benedict a lot. Yeah, I was so. gonna say it makes sense. That all this all sounds really good. Oh man! And, and tonight, I was getting ready to make dinner, right? As you do. Um, but I but I realized my plan wasn't gonna work for two reasons. I was going to make oyakodon, which is a uh, basically rice bowl with 
chicken and egg and onions and sauce, right? And I had two revelations. One, my roommates had just thrown out some rice for going bad. And if I made more rice, like white rice, they would be pissed at me. (laughs) Yeah. Two, we'd had chicken thighs for like three of the last six dinners. (laughs) I couldn't make chicken thighs again. And so I was like, oh, what do I do then? Um also, the chicken was frozen. I hadn't unthought it, and I had half an hour. Um, so I took a little more than half an hour to make this, and I think there's room to improve. But what I made is what I'm calling Irish curry rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for a picture, obviously. I took... Uh, I didn't take a picture, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but basically, what I did was I took uh, some bacon, and I chopped it up into little slivers. Tossed it in a pan. Once it started to get going, I chopped up and threw in a bunch of cabbage. And once that had gone for a bit, I diced some onions and threw that in. Get that going for a while. Meanwhile, I've got the rice cooker making white rice. Mm-hmm. And then once things are, are ready to go, I had to transfer it to a bigger pan because oh, yeah. even with it wilting, adding rice is going <laughs> to, you know. Um, but there's a third pan I haven't told you about which is a pan that has two cups of water with some, uh, what's the shit? What's it called? God damn it. My brain. More than two pans, but less than four pans. Oh, this is with, not uh, even da- Gabe Nordahl. With a uh, dashi powder in it, turning oh, nice. into a nice, a nice dashi base. Soup. And then I add uh, fish soup stock, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's fish and seaweed, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't taste the seaweed that much. It just adds a little bit of depth and complexity. Um, and then I added some curry roux. And I added some oh, man. Uh, soy sauce and sake and mirin. Oh, yeah. And I cooked it down a little bit. Then I mm-hmm. added the rice to the pan with this other stuff and poured the curry sauce over top and stirred it and cooked it until it reduced down and was like a sort of a gooey rice dish. Oh. Um, I think there is room for improvement. I think that I should have caramelized things for a little longer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think probably I should have done more soy sauce and I think I want to cook some potatoes and dice them and put it in that. I was going to say, I almost expected potatoes, but I'm, you know, it's just, that's a harmful Mm -hmm. stereotypes, you know? It's okay. We forgive you. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was Irish curry rice. It was pretty good. Yeah, if people haven't had Japanese curry, it's basically like really rich stew, kind of, like slightly mm-hmm. spiced stew. It's really good, yeah, it's, like super hearty. Yeah, it's like a curry gravy, basically, is how yeah. it works. And it's just it's just good eats. I've never thought about doing that with I mean like curry in quote unquote curries in Britain can kind of be like that too, right? Like you'll say, Oh yeah, I'll go get a curry. Um but doing so bacon, cabbage, onions, possibly potatoes over like a curry spiced gravy rice sounds so good. Like it's one of those, you know, I've talked about before how potatoes are just magic in terms of like they just make you feel good to eat. Mm-hmm. Like that starch for some reason. It's just so good and tasty and the feeling, the fluffiness, so good. And you get that, and you get the gravy rice. And because I'm a sicko, 
with the leftovers, one, I'm going to cook the potatoes and see if those work, right? Mm -hmm. But two, of course, I'm going to heat it up, and then I will add on top a fried egg. I figured. It'll work really well. I I don't like scrambled eggs very much at all, but a fried Mm -hmm. or a poached egg just really like adds a, a very fun but simple layer of complexity to so many dishes it does make it feel like a new a new dish right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah man this sounds really good thinking of ways to do it now well it'll uh, it'll keep me thinking for a while and uh, folks folks try this if folks have their own ideas mm-hmm. uh you know let us know i'm very curious um, Bottlecore Discord I've, is usually where we're we're talking these days. Mm-hmm. I think link is usually in the episode notes or the first thing on our Twitter. If you're feeling it, oh, hmm. and this typhoon just keeps going. Well, so I actually had a thing to talk about for Jackie's Chow, but I don't think we need it. No, I think I think we're done for this episode. We're going to be holding some stuff that I guess we'll probably end up leaking onto Battlecrow. Um, probably. Uh, Speaking of, I don't. Should we put uh, the plug at the beginning? Probably we should just record a plug and put it at the beginning. I mean, by the time this comes out, the stream will have already happened. So why does? Oh, it that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Should we say anything about it? Yeah. Basically, I mean, as I say, it'll have already happened. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, by this point, when this goes up, well, I've who knows? seen these there- things somewhere before. Hello. Hello, hello everybody. My name is Colonel. Is that Mark? I'm a duck. Oh, that's hot. I'm a duck. Oh, it looks good on you. Six. We're of course in Corona Det uh, Corona Detmar segment right now. Sure, sure. Um, we will have streamed uh, a a live battle crow. Uh, one of the I guess now our second versus Battle Crow, but more directly oh, than yeah. the Mahjong one. Mm-hmm. Um, because Nick and I are going to be playing Kerbal Space Program and and racing to land on the moon safely. Um, we already talked about this a little bit before, but we have a proper mm-hmm. date. We have a proper plan. Um, there will be an archive of it. And also there will be a podcast version of it, though that'll take a little more work. So I can't guarantee exactly the timing on that. Yeah. This month. <laughs> That's what I'll guarantee. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good because, like, you know, I think uh, once or twice a year we said we we're, you know, going to release the the Patreon exclusive Battle Crow that we do as a bonus to uh, to Patreon people, uh, mm-hmm. as a a teaser or whatever, you know, give the people what they want. Except nobody wants Bottle Crow. It's not like a thing you want. It's a thing that happens to you, you know. Um, and it's breaking, yeah, yeah breaking kayfabe for a moment. It's actually been one of the weirdest trends of the last year is the number of people who are like, Bottle Crow is a legitimately good and impressive show. <laughs> Thank you. It's That's kind strange, of disturbing. But yeah. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, it's not uh, It's not Thanksgiving yet, our thankful episode, a very thankful episode. But yeah. You know, it's try been, to have enough times. moments of, you know, you don't need to wait to November to have moments of sincerity, folks. That's true. It just helps. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to wait to wait to November to have moments of sincerity to work here. But it helps. <laughs> but it helps. Months since last moment of sincerity. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Oh, so if people don't know, uh, 
I think we, yeah, we did it last episode. So Six has now streamed with their new VTuber rig. Mm-hmm. Um, before we did, uh, you did some Lifeline on your own. We did a, oh, that's what, that's what I had to talk about. I forgot completely. I'm sorry. We do have one more segment. That means you literally have run out of fucks to give. Die. I'm always angry. He hates me too. He let us die. Of course, we're uh, we're back at Draskalgard. It's originally been... my intention was to make a new one for each game, but mm. I don't think the music from Drakengard Two can really capture the spirit <laughs> of that bumper. It's true. People might, probably don't even remember at this point. I'm on a quest to play all the near games, quote unquote, which started technically in the lore with Drakengard, uh, PlayStation Two game, uh, which. Finally, months ago, I beat with the help of Six as co-pilot doing all the organizations. And by beat, I mean get all the endings, which mm-hmm. is not, to me, 100%ing. But you had to basically 100% Drakengard 1 almost in order to do that. But last Sunday, we started Drakengard 2. And Drakengard 1 is just an awful game to experience. Drakengard 2 feels like a real video game. I was not prepared. It has music that's, you know, fine so far. It has controls and combat that's good to fine. I'm really psyched for it. So I think, uh, I don't know, we'll try to do it some Sundays. The writing has mostly just been like stereotypical mediocre anime writing, which is (laughs) like, it's less evocative than Drakengard, but it is objectively better. (laughs) Yoko Taro is also not... Uh, a big player in this one, right? He wasn't really involved no, with the production. No, he was barely. Okay. I, I think he. I think technically he was slightly involved mm-hmm. or something, but like, yeah. So it's you know it's missing the disturbing element for now. Not the disturbing. I don't know the the tarot touch they call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you can touch. go to jail for the tarot touch. But. That's true. Do the tarot. Anyway, that's that's what I had like. Oh, and six of course is using the new uh, new VTuber model. I know you were you were uh, were using the name Sixton. Uh, which is like mm-hmm. a, it's, it's a Japanese thing that VTubers would use. Um, and, but I just said it offhand. How do you feel about V6? Like the engine? I, I, How about both? I think that's, I think, yeah, yeah, both is good. Because okay. it is a good name. The thing about Sixton is it is, play, it is playing upon a very stupid old obsession of mine. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm just going to send you a, a link, a Wikipedia link. I don't know if you know about this. I, I'm going to guess okay. you don't, but there's a possibility. Oh, and you've DM'd me. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I should have put it in. No. No, I think you should. Because yeah. I'm going yeah, okay. to read it here. Okay. Uh, OS-tan is an internet meme consisting of moe anthropomorphs of popular operating systems uh, on the on one of the Japanese image board sites. Um they were just a bunch created by different Japanese artists, typically female, as most idol. Uh, what the hell am I called? Avatar or like mascots? Sorry, mascots. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the personifications of Microsoft Windows operating systems are often depicted as sisters of varying ages. Interesting. Uh, total overexplained. Tan is like Chan, which is like San, uh, in terms yeah, of the, Japanese the, honorifics. Like, the origin of Tan is basically little kids who find Chan hard to say. And with Chan itself is like a cutesy version version of San. Yeah. 
It's very yeah. like, yeah, it's Mimi. Nice. Six nine. <laughs> nice. But yeah, anyways, you can see, and Six is really having a great time because you can, you know, of course, add props or whatever. So for every new weapon I was getting, Six uh, included a new weapon <laughs> that the model was holding. So I'd like to think uh, we have fun here. We do good work here. Yeah. And that's, I guess, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash uraniumheart. Six, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Six Detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find me at work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. What about... Did, did you just say you can find me at work? I really thought that's what you said. <laughs> did I? Maybe not. I just, I like the idea of you saying you can find me at work. You can also find me at work. You know who, uh, in, in OS Tan stories, who was usually the main character? Um, I feel like 10 is too, too recent. Seven? Oh, way too recent. No, yeah. no, no. It was M.E. M.E. Tan. M.E.? Damn. Because she's a fucking disaster. <laughs> she's the ditzy, the ditzy character. Yeah, she is. She is the, the design of any character the who's like of Windows ME is very much in line with the Japanese concept of kawaii or cuteness. Her design has changed a little with artists' original designs. Is depicted with green hair and long pigtails, wearing a maid outfit. Yeah, she's, comics uh, often she's... depict her failing at anything she tries to do, often literally crashing. Windows ME was a bad system. I guess so. It's been a while since I've been here. Peace out. Peace.